0: Culture and Psychology with Tabana. A warm hello to our listeners for this Sunday um, noon. I'm sitting here with Dr. Rockers, Dr. Uh, Rockers from Um, Tavana organization who is the president of Tavana and our other friend Dr. Andrade today is not with us he's on vacation and yesterday Dr. Rockers and I did the program and today we want to talk about how to get along by understanding others and I think this is a very important subject especially now that we are in a situation that our country is divided and there's so many people that are believing differently than ourselves. How can we get along with other people that they have different mindset, different understanding of the world, different way of uh, living, different ideas about a religion, about um, the world, about um, work, about anything that is different from what we think. So hello to Dr. Rockers.
1: I will jump right in. How about that? <laughs> and how to get along? I Here's my jumping off point. And I always like to think about in a therapy room when I have a couple come in, two people come in. It could be more than two people, but generally it's two people. What is going on? Why do they come in? It's because they're having generally some difficulty in getting along. And I would propose this, a way of thinking about that is that each person should regard the other person as having their own culture, that they're just trying, we're just trying to understand somebody else's culture, really, because that's really what it is, right? The difficulty in getting along is because often, I don't understand what you're doing, what you're doing is irritating me. And most of the time in the beginning, when people aren't getting along, most of the time, it's not because one side is intentionally trying to dig the other person. It's not really the case. In the beginning, at least most of the time, people want to get along. What do you think?
0: No, absolutely. Because when you get along, you have a happier mood. You feel good about yourself. I think when you get along with people, you live. A happy life. You you live, even research shows that you live longer. People who get along well with other people, people who have a um, good relationship with their loved ones, um, obviously spouses, siblings, friends, they're the happiest, they're the happier people and um, they're healthier. Research shows that, um, and, and actually now that you talk about that, It's great if I had that research in front of me, that people who have a good relationship with their spouses, with their partner, with the people that they associate with or work with, they actually live longer. They're healthier. They have less heart issues. They have less other problems um, um, health-wise. And it is so important that your calm when you have a good relationship you feel good about the world you are just generally happy
1: you have a place you can go to which is your refuge what they say a soft spot to land a place where you will be accepted a place where you will be supported
0: absolutely
1: somebody is on your side
0: absolutely and this is what everybody wants um yesterday we talked about the needs the Um, basic needs of any human being. You want to be loved. You want to be accepted. You want to love. You want to have friends. You want, because we are social species. Um, So you want to actually enjoy your life with people. How do you enjoy life with people? It's not when you argue. It's not when you're standing against each other. Just if one moment you stop and you think, Do you want to enjoy your life or do you want to have a miserable life? If you want to have a miserable life, obviously you want to argue, you want to always be against, you're looking for something to say something against the person. But imagine you really decide in your mind that I want to enjoy my life. I want to have a happy life. All of a sudden, this mindset that we talk about tells you that okay, you need to calm down. You need to listen to the other person. You need to understand others. Life is not all about you. It's about everybody. So try to just have that peace. Peace meaning that section that is about you. But if you think about the whole, you just have one section of that whole. The rest of that whole is about other people. You just have one slice of that pie piece. You know what I mean? So when you think about that, life becomes different. It's all about changing that switch, turn it this way. And uh, always tell yourself that, do I want to turn the switch this way or that way? We all have been having different mood in our life and in our daily, actually, sometimes life imagine the morning when you get up you are on the other part of the switch and things are so different the same people all of a sudden become your enemy but immediately when you turn it this way those people that they looked like your enemy those people that you didn't like they just become likable and it's about you it's not about them so always think about how your mindset can change even your perception about other people.
1: Yeah, I was talking with somebody recently about this very thing, and it is it is so much the mindset. I forget what we were saying, but it was something like we can. There are people that we get along with that, or the, I know what it was. It was I remember when I was working. This was some time ago. I don't know if I've told this story. This is thirty years ago when I was working big corporation in Dallas and there i was kind of a smart aleck at that point and there was a guy working at the place where i worked who i thought he was a smart aleck and not very easy to get along with and so just for fun one day i didn't like him and he probably didn't like me either but just for fun one day i asked him if he wanted to go get a beer did i mention this before so i asked him if he wanted to go get a beer and i knew he would say no i was it was just kind of a and and stupid thing for me to say And I said, hey, you want to go get a beer later? And to my surprise, he said yes. And then, so then I had to go get a beer with him, which was actually a very good thing, because then I saw a different person. Mm. And then, and uh, the person who I was talking to recently, they said, "Well, did he change?" And all those things you didn't like about him, did were did they change? And I said, "No, actually, they didn't. He still was kind of a smart aleck and abrasive, but they those things didn't bother me so much." And I this is what you're talking about. This is the power of the mind and how you choose to view it. Because most of us have some friends who may have do have such qualities. And we just don't get hooked by it. And yet there are other people we run into who have such qualities and we lock onto that and say, well, I don't like this person because of this.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It is the power of the mind. I think that it's, how do you want to do this? I like your question earlier, Saideh, the one of, do I want, what did you say? Do I want to enjoy life or do I want to be miserable? Yeah. And it's like a very simple question, Yeah, but I love it because I was just thinking when you said that, I thought, what if I, if I ask a client, I'd say, well, if I asked them that question, they would, of course, they say, well, I want to enjoy life. And then I would say, well, what would you do just for purposes of an experiment? Tell me what things you would do if you wanted to be miserable. Mm. I think that would be an instructive question that most of us don't ever ask. Mm -hmm. if I wanted to be miserable, I would probably try to make enemies of all my friends. I would probably try to be by myself a lot. Um, What else would I do? I, you know, I would pick pick on people. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know, what would you do? It's an interesting question to think about. And then think about, well, what, uh, what sorts of things am I doing in my life right now that aren't really serving me that well, aren't aren't making me enjoy life, right? How much of, what percentage of my stuff that I'm doing right now are things which are making my life more difficult? That might be an instructive question too. It's like, I, there's, I'll bet each of us could pick out two or three things right now that we could do differently, which would make our life more enjoyable.
0: Absolutely. Let's just have a break and come back to continue our conversation. شنوندگان عزیز رادیو بام داد من در خدمتتون هستم با دکتر راکرز یکی از همکارانم از مؤسسه توانا که یک شرکت غیر انتفاعی و در زمینه‌های فرهنگی و روانشناسی ما با هم همکاری می‌کنیم امروز در خدمتتون هستیم به زبان انگلیسی روزهای شنب و یه با صحبت می‌کنین دوست عزیزمون آقای تاهری در رادیو بام داد که مسئول تکنولوژی و تکنیکال دیپارتمنت رادیو بام داد هستن به ما اطلاع دادن که امروز ما برنامه 60م رو داریم در ماه فوریه انجام میدیم و چپتر بندی کردن فصل بندی کردن صحبت های ما رو ما در فصل هفتم و اپیزود 60 هستیم و خوشحالیم که 60 اپیزود رو تا به حال باهاتون بودیم اگر کسانی هستن در منزل که به زبان انگلیسی ترجیم میدن صحبت کنن ازشون دعوت کنیم برنامه های ما رو روزای شنبه و یه از ساعت دوازت تا بعد از ظهر که در مورد مسائل روانشناسی هست گوش بدن برمیگردیم در خدمتون هستیم و در مورد رفتار ما با دیگران و چطور میتونیم با هم در حقیقت معاشرت کنیم صحبت کنیم که هم خودمون خوشحال باشیم و هم بقیه رو بتونیم بپذیریم We're back with Dr. Rockers, and today we started to talk about how to get along by understanding others, and uh, so far, we've been talking about um, how we can change our mindset to start a day uh, positively, and in general, how to work with people to have a better understanding of others. Dr. Rockers just brought up a good example of uh, having a uh, Uh, some mindset about someone, and then by just asking him to go out and um, have a conversation, uh, all of a sudden realize that, you know, it's possible to get along with someone that you didn't even think you like him. So we are going to continue to converse about how to get along to understand others. And as we were talking, Dr. Rockers, I was um, just thinking, you know, it is really important. We always talk about be a good listener. But if you really want to get along with people in any situation, number one, I think, in, in my opinion, is listen with the intent to understand. It is important if you make understanding another person um, a priority in your life, in your communication, you will find that it is extremely easy to along with people is just have that switch that I told you that uh, a minute ago, if you turn it on, it is the choice to invest time and emotional effort to understand others. And then walk in their shoes, just put yourself into their shoes. We always talk about sympathy and empathy. And it was a very funny clip that I always showed our new teachers when they were coming to our organization And uh, I always wanted to tell them in our organization, it's so important to understand our families that they come to our school. It's so important to know where this kid comes from. And I always showed a clip about the difference between empathy and the difference between sympathy. And it's a funny clip because sympathy is someone is down in a basement and is depressed and then you put your head down and you go, what is going on? Do you want a hamburger? Uh, Do you want a glass of water? So that's kind of sympathy, but empathy is walk down, sit by them and start talking to them, understanding them. Um, And also uh, we don't have to always start asking questions. We can just sit by someone and just be there to listen to them. I know there's so many tips that we can talk about, but I think the main um, tip that I want to say is just understanding and this sympathy and empathy thing. It's funny because every time I showed this clip to our teachers, they start laughing when somebody puts his head down and says, what's going on? Do you want a hamburger? Do you want a glass of water? This is sympathy. It's not bad. but. When you really go down, sit by them and start asking questions, start talking, start listening to what's going on, you know?
1: Right, right. I would, I think I, as you are talking, I would add to the list too. We can have apathy and we can have antipathy and antipathy is like, I think when people say, well, when people are mean or if people can say, say, well, well sucks to be you you know that's kind of an ugly separation from the other Mm -hmm. sorry too bad for you i'm i've got mine going on and then apathy is just being indifferent not even connected at all that's how i interpret it i mean what's your take on that
0: yeah, I mean, uh, there are some people that they don't want to invest any time, you know, it is what it is, I don't want to waste my time, but if you always take the opportunity to say a kind words and encouraging words to another person, I think you put yourself in a situation that other people want to converse with, you know, praise good work, regardless of who did it. Um, you know, just imagine if you criticize someone rather than give it praise. there's always something positive you can find in whatever occasion you're in to say something nice you know and show interest in others. If we don't show interest in others, uh, we don't show that passion, that loving attitude so people can um, converse with us can can see, that we like to converse with them. You know, you have to show that.
1: You you have to show that. You have to connect with them. I have a great example from my own life as far as getting along with people or not getting along with people. I have many of those. I'm not really proud of them. Hopefully I'm learning from them though. I like playing golf and I like going out to the driving range to practice hitting golf balls. And this was mm, probably about 10 years ago. I noticed that I was, I would get irritated if somebody in the stall next to me was hitting the ball really hard. Like if they were hitting it really hard, somehow it was irritating to me. And I thought, uh, they're just doing that just to try to goad me or dig me a little bit because I'm, not, probably not hitting that that hard or that as well, and I began to I found that I was not liking that person, you know, and it's not just a person, it was any person that was in the stall next to me hitting the ball hard, so I made a decision I thought, you know what, next time that happens, what I'm gonna do is <laughs> no, this is actually a good thing. I said what I will do, I didn't like that part of myself that was not liking other people, and I said, I'm gonna work against that part of myself that doesn't like other people. So as soon as I start noticing that it's pissing me off or irritating me, the other person, I'm going to make a compliment to that other person. That's what I'm gonna do. And I'm gonna see what happens once I do that. And so I started doing that and what was, And I would compliment them on, man, you are actually hitting that pretty, you're hitting that ball pretty far. It was real compliments. I wasn't making stuff up and I was not mocking them. It was a real thing. And what I found was every single time I ended up with a friend, every time I did that, I ended up with a friend. And this is what you're talking about. How do you want to spin it? Because what's the difference in terms of how I felt when I left the driving range, hating somebody versus having another friend and a pleasant, it's a big change.
0: And I'm sure we have a psychologist that I have read about that actually brought this theory of whenever something is against your will, just try to think of opposite, tell that opposite so that you can change your mind about that thing. And I I probably will find that today because I was just reading about this in psychology. There is so many theories and so many great psychologists that came with different ideas. And this was exactly one of the things I read about one of the psychologists, I think in social psychology, that did the same thing, and and actually uh, that theory was very successful. Um, And I just want to add that, you know you probably with what example that you just shared, you kept an open mind. So, you know, we don't have to like someone or we don't have to really even love what is going on between you and the other person in conversation. You're just there to discuss but not argue. You're there to just create a good situation where you in that situation that you, are, you don't have to like everything, but you can make it to become likable. You know what I mean? It's, it's really important that you um, might disagree with sometime, someone, you, and we all know that there are parts of different people that because of our history background, because of our childhood, that transparency and counter-transparent thing that we always talk about psychology, it's there with everyone we encounter. Just catch that. To say this thing that Daniel says reminds me of so-and-so that happened in my life, and that's why I don't like it. But
1: well, you don't like me.
0: <laughs> no, that's why I'm just, uh, as an example, but don't go there. Just focus on what you like. Focus on things that you um, appreciate, um, I, I don't ha- we don't have to like everything about each other, but as co-workers, as colleagues, as friends, if we have 60%, 70% of whatever we do we like about it, or because we are in a situation that we work together, we can make it work. We can always see a glass full, or we can always see half empty half full or half empty that's in every part of life if we think about it um, and of course how in the world you can find everything hundred percent there's no way there's no hundred percent and and we know that we have experienced this so the other thing I want to go back again to listening listen intently I think it's different than we listen to someone and we, not we ask good questions. we show that we are interested in the story someone is telling us you know rather than i'm just yeah 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 you know i i hear you but this is something that you are intently listening you are invested in that story that the other person is saying ask more questions show interest in that story show interest in that person
1: be curious
0: be curious. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. You want to understand what makes them tick. Mm-hmm. Why do they say that sort of thing? Why do they believe that sort of a thing?
0: Yeah. One, one good thing that, um, in these episodes that we have together, we get to know each other too, because we listen to each other's story. Um, you know, I wouldn't have ever known you and Alex as much as I learn about you too during these episodes. So, when we talk about the stories, when we meet, because, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to one of my friends um, and um, actually uh, she was saying, you know, let's see how many years we know each other. And we figured it was more than 20 years that we know each other and we see each other in different occasions, in gatherings. And we were talking about how much we know about each other. Because we only get together in parties, in community meetings, in gatherings, we never start talking personally to each other. It's always in groups. And we were just actually questioning how many of people that we see, we really know them. You know what I mean? It was an interesting way to really dig into, do we know these people that we call friends? Do we know these people that we see even sometimes weekly in different occasions. And it was a really great question. I really deeply thought about that. And I thought, I don't know some of the people's, um, you know, family background. I don't know their likes, I don't know their dislikes. There's so many things about people that we call friends or acquaintances, but we don't know about them. Like uh, talking about you and Alex, if we didn't have these conversations, how could we even know each other? We, we may colleagues call each other friends or colleagues, um, and we would have gone years further down the road, but we never would have this much that we know about each other.
1: It's very true. It's so true. I had an experience recently where called a good friend of mine, Charles, in the Bay Area. He was a friend from graduate school, which was like 30 years ago, 20, 30 years ago. And I was telling him about this Nikon camera that I had changed so I could use it for some of this online stuff. And he was asking me some specific questions and I just, I had no idea, but it turns out he's like knows all this stuff about cameras and had this professional camera and like he had three cameras and knows all of this stuff. And I just had no idea. I mean, I didn't, I felt like I knew a fair amount, but not like lots and lots. This guy knows lots and lots about it. And it was just this totally unknown piece of him. I had no idea and how many of those things we have about all of our friends. Mm -hmm. That's what you said is, you know, there are so many parts of them I know. Yeah. And, and we won't know if we don't listen or if we're not curious and try to understand them more.
0: Yeah. Just ask, what are your hobbies? You know, that creates a whole different part of a person. Uh, you know, I, I remember once I was just, um, you know, accidentally met a person, totally a stranger. And we were waiting um, in, in a, a line. And as we were waiting, we were talking to each other. And um, as soon as he found out that I'm a psychologist, he started talking to me about relationship and goes, What do you think about relationship um, between um, a female and a male? How this relationship can work? And at that time, I said, Well, there's so much to talk about. This is not, you know, in a minute, I can tell you, because there are so many different things they can talk about. And he just out of blue, he said, you know, I have so many experiences in relationships with different people. And I think there are four pillars in a relationship. One is your hobbies, one is communication, one is your situation, and the other one is the intimacy part about each other. And he started talking about these as we are in line. And he actually started to talk about this because knowing that I'm in psychology field, and it was very, very interesting that what he was talking about, it made complete sense. And afterwards, I was really thinking about this, that this guy was just a stranger standing there. And when I came back, I was thinking about what he said, the four pillars of a relationship. And I thought this guy really said something that it made complete sense. You know, now that we talked about hobbies, you know, it's a big part of relationship no matter with who because that hobby can bring you together whether it's with your loved ones whether it's with friends whether with just people that you actually do meet because of hobbies so is- when you said you didn't know that friend had so much knowledge about photography and filming and all that and that could have brought you even sooner together
1: that is so true that is so true that's very interesting the those four pillars i have not heard that this was his own
0: History. theory
1: on relationships It really makes sense
0: yeah and I, and i thought what a smart thing to actually focus on these four things and and it was very interesting cuz we he left and i was just um you know done with my work in in line and then i came back and i started to, In a deeper level think about these four pillars that he talked about and i thought you know communication is a major part of the pillar if this four pillar we talk about hobbies and communication are two very very important things in any relationship
1: you know nietzsche the german philosopher had this great quote, which I really like. He said, think of marriage as like one long conversation mm. because in the end, that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. It is a long conversation. We, It's easy to be we we're be, we're attracted to the outward stuff in the beginning and the sexual stuff or the sensual stuff. And there is a part for that. And that's what the intimacy pillar is about. But the communication... That's really the big thing.
0: And the hobbies. Think about it. The hobby,
1: yes, because you can spend time and enjoyment together, where it's playing games or like with Jan and I playing golf together. That's a shared interest. It really, that makes a lot of difference.
0: Absolutely. And I think you cut up at first with something that attracts you And sometimes you may think, you know, you're missing that piece that sometimes it's in your mind, but then you don't realize that if you have that, all other things will come up that would be, you know, on the way to have that long conversation. You know what I mean? So as you said, I like that, that marriage is a long conversation. Absolutely. Sometimes you have to be quiet, sometimes you converse it's just like a dance you know you get passionate you have all these excitement and then you have to calm down separate you know just breathe and then maybe when when it comes time again you dance and then you separate so it's beautiful when you put it in that theme of dancing together having conversation together you know it just makes it more romantic and more beautiful you know
1: yeah i like that dance metaphor that's very cool the first therapist i ever had was like 30 years ago in dallas and he talked about how in relationships there's always an oscillation of moving closer in and going back out closer in and back out
0: that's like a dance yeah
1: that is, yes, that's what I was thinking of when you talked about that dance. Oh, that's what Stephen was saying, It's that yeah. oscillation.
0: Let's have another break and come back to continue our conversation about how to get along by understanding others. Um, Radio I am with Dr. Rockers, and we are in ما با هم کنار بیایم در رابطه هامون که همدیگر رو بهتر بفهمیم. صحبت‌های ما به زبان انگلیسی هستش و روزهای شنبه و شنبه به زبان انگلیسی صحبت می‌کنیم. برمیگردیم در خدمتتون هستیم و ادامه‌ی صحبتمون رو میدیم. اگر کسانی هستن در منزل که به زبان انگلیسی ترجیح میدن، برنامه‌های روانشناسی ما رو گوش بدن، ازشون دعوت کنین روزهای شنبه و شنبه از ساعت 12 تا یک بعد از ظهر برنامه ما رو بهش توجه داشته باشند. We're back with Dr. Rockers and we continue our conversation about how to get along by understanding others. And so far we talked about different, um, you know, pieces. Um, One of the most important was listening with sincerity, listening with intent, um, and also just look to see what you can see in others uh, to compliment and to be positive about and I wanted to just um, talk about um, be positive. No one enjoys spending time with a pessimist. Um, and Will Winston Churchill once said, um, a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity and optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. So positive people um, just brighten the room, invite people to join. Um, they always see the silver lining in each cloud and the optimist attitude is contagious. So this is one situation where two negatives do not a positive make. Positive people make positive situations. And also I wanted to say just be sincere. Um, Sincerity shows be genuine. um, And I guess in every part of the communication and in every part of relationships when you are sincere it shows up you know honesty and sincerity is a big part of a relationship I think
1: going along with what you said I like that quote by Winston Churchill and it reminds me that it's a it I think it can be a habit or a skill to find those opportunities and difficulties and in the same way like to understand somebody better or to get along better it is a skill to find good things about somebody what we what i think often gets missed is that is this thing it sounds simple but it's really pretty important whatever we practice we tend to get better at and practice means really whatever you're doing if i am seeing lots of problems out in the world or finding lots of people with bad qualities I'm developing a skill to find bad qualities in people. So we want to think about that. What do you, how do you, what skills do you want to build? I know for myself, I want to build that skill of finding good qualities. Let's, let me put some effort and practice into doing that because we won't get better at something if we don't practice. Mm
0: So that's,
1: that's what I think.
0: And also because this is normal in life that we see something in people that we don't like. Just right there, stop. And, and, and just tell yourself that what is it about this person that you don't like? Maybe that is something that is in you that you don't like and you see it in the other person. So let's work on that. Let's just start, you know, finding out what's going on with you that you don't like that part of that person. Does that remind you of someone in your life in the past? Does that remind you of your father, of your mother? What is, what is that peace? Your siblings, maybe. You know, I think this is really important. If you want to work on yourself to be um, better with others, I think that peace also is important. I was listening to Martin Seligman, the, uh, one of the previous uh, president of American Psychological Association who actually is big in positive psychology. It was really, really interesting. Actually, you know, in American Psychological Association, I was listening to their podcasts. They have several podcasts like we do. And it was-
1: Probably not as good as ours though,
0: right? As as ours, yeah, absolutely. Because they have one interviewer, that interviews with different people. They don't have like sets of people like us that we continue working together. They bring experts and they talk to them. So this person who was um, actually one of the presidents of uh, psychological association and now is big in positive psychology, he actually was sharing how pessimistic he was and how actually was towards depressed. Uh, person. Um, And he said, you know, one thing that helped me was once a psychologist told me, just go to the deepest catastrophic situation that you can. Remember, we were talking about this, that you said, do I want to be pessimist? Do I want to be, do I want to be miserable? Or do I want, you know what I mean? So he said, actually, that psychologist helped me to get out of that pessimistic and depressed mood, he said he took me to the deepest catastrophic situation that I could even see. And then he started asking me a question, do you want to stay here? Because this is where you're going. And he said, I said, no, I don't want to be in that. He goes, okay, you want it? you don't want to be in that situation. You want to be get out. But where you're going with that situation, you're going to go down there do you want to be there and he said believe it or not i worked on myself and he was just admitting so that was the person i was and now this is a person i am and now i'm advocate of positive psychology he said we often he said i have seven children i have uh, how many uh, grandchildren because he was an older guy and he said I constantly talk about this because my life has changed by just changing my attitude by not wanting to be down there. And he said, "This is the skills as you mentioned, Daniel, that we can build in ourselves and we can change our life. Being positive, taking everything as opportunity to work on ourselves to not not go there because it's not fun to be there. But you have to deeply understand that if you go down there." Your life is going to be that. So it's just the same as getting up in the morning and saying, do I want to be miserable? Do I want to be happy and enjoy life? So the most important question, because this is how you get along with people, because if you're miserable and down there, probably you're going to spend most of the time being alone All because right. you don't want to be with someone or people, and people probably don't want to be with you.
1: <laughs> No like you said earlier people don't want to hang around what did you say pessimists or negative people it it just brings them down so that is so true should we take a final break here
0: yeah let's uh, take a short break and come back to finalize and sum up our conversation okay Ruckers, the floor is yours.
1: It's my turn to jump in here. I have to to carry this thing right now. Okay. All right. How to get along with other people. Think about this finding good things in other people is a skill. In order to build that skill, we have to practice, and practicing means doing it. So, practice finding good qualities in other people. You will get along with people better, and you will make your life more
0: interesting very good and i want to go back again to my first statement as listen with intent to understand because if you understand another person and make it your priority you're gonna have a bigger social circle you're gonna have more friends around you and you're gonna enjoy life better because when you try to understand people people really want someone that understands them and tries to really accept them. So when you listen carefully with intent to understand, that means you're ex- accepting people in your circle, in your life. So any moment of the time that you meet with any even a strangers in a party, anywhere in the social life, you know, just be open to get to know people because there's always something you learn from other person. And I just want with that um, to end our conversation for today. And thank you, Dr. Rockers, once again, for another conversation. And if you don't have any final saying, we want to say goodbye to our listener. All right, so goodbye to our listeners, we're going to come back next week and continue our psychological conversation. Thank you.